Welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. Your attention is directed to mining your P's and Q's where we examine the often sensitive and treacherous subject of business etiquette. I'm your host, Tim Muma. The number of people utilizing social media now is rather staggering, with nearly 1 billion members on Facebook, over a half billion using Twitter, and around 200 million signed up on LinkedIn. And those are really just the three big names we often hear about. With such a grand audience, many businesses have been going to social media to tap into these online enthusiasts. Joining me from California to talk about the business use of social media is John Earnhardt, the Director of Corporate Communications for Cisco Systems. John, thanks a lot for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Tim. Before we jump into the the meat, really, of the subject, if you could give us an idea, really, of, of what Cisco Systems is and especially your role there. So Cisco, if you will, is builds the equipment that gives dial tone to the Internet. Um, any type of connectivity from core service providers to your in- large enterprises, um, we give uh, connect- connections uh, value uh, in making uh, businesses run better. Um, and my, my role here at Cisco uh, is running the uh, social media communications team, uh, which sits in corporate communication and also the PR team. And our social media team is responsible for managing our corporate social footprint, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, uh, et cetera, the major uh, platforms that we use to engage with our customers and audience. Um, and then on the PR side, I, I manage the, the corporate PR team, um, which is your CEO, CFO, legal, finance, M&A uh, type of activity. And you mentioned the, the PR side of it, and that's actually how I came across you as you were, uh, you were named as a, a co-winner of a, a PR award in 2012. So obviously a, a good person to talk to with this subject. So let's talk specifically about your experience as far as implementing the use of social media with Cisco. I mean, really, first of all, in terms of how and when it all got started for you and Cisco. Well, I have the distinction, or whatever you want to call it, of starting uh, the first external blog at Cisco back in 2005. And I, was, uh, I, I came from Washington, D.C. to Cisco, where I was working in, in politics and public policy. And the first blog at Cisco was a public policy blog. Okay. Um, we've always been tasked at Cisco to use the Internet to uh, make our jobs more efficient, more effective, and a blog seemed like the, the natural uh, way to go to uh, give our thoughts on public policy issues of the day. So then was it, I mean, was it a struggle when you got it started? Did you have to really convince people? I mean, because even now there are plenty of companies that are really unsure about what to do with social media, how to use it. Uh, what was sort of your experience when you were trying to get that all going? Well, we have a great culture uh, at Cisco that... Um, I just did it. I, I didn't ask for permission. Um, I didn't go and you know do the business plan or you know say here's the ROI. Um, and we did it for free as well. We used mm-hmm. a free tool to do the first blog, and so that that didn't take a lot of selling. Yeah, that's a good um, that's a good selling point there. <laughs> no cost. Which is exactly which which most of your social media platforms obviously are, but we just did it, and that's the culture we have at Cisco. Is and and again, you you got to have the. Uh, the confidence and the, the backing you know you're going to get from your bosses if you do fail, because um, certainly in Silicon Valley, part of the culture here is to try things and hopefully succeed, but you're going to fail, but you're going to learn from those failures as well. And, and luckily, knock on wood, we've had uh, more um, successes and failures here. So when we look at it now in terms of the types of things you're doing, I mean, what, what specifically are you incorporating when you're talking about the social media aspect and, and what you're using it for and how you're utilizing it? Because I think a lot of people really are curious as to the keys as, as far as, you know, with the success you've had doing this, 
what what do you go to? What do you sort of use and how do you implement it? You know, it's interesting because we learn every single day. And, and, and you know, it, it sounds cliche to say it's a journey, but, but it certainly is a journey. But, but I, you know, just break down the word social media. And, and social, obviously, is understandable. You have to, it's a two-way conversation. And media, you got to have content. And so my team and within the communications world, we produce the content that hopefully people want to engage and share and, and like and tweet and, you know, and, and say that in, in some way they validate the content that we're putting out there. Mm-hmm. And again, the content we produce are the things that we care about. Um, you know, the topic, the technology topics we care about, innovation writ large, you know, anything wireless and connected, those are the things that, that we care about. And again, we are a B2B company. 98% of our $45 billion in revenue each year comes directly, you know, from a business to business standpoint. So it's a little different um, than, you know, say a Red Bull approach or a Wrigley gum or sure. any, any sort of B2C thing. But you know, at its base, it is about producing content that you, that you want your customers to share and engage with. If you're talking then to, a, you know, maybe it's a group of employers, business owners, and they're, they're thinking about, you know, maybe utilizing more of, of these types of avenues, these types of mediums, what would you state as the, maybe the overall goal that an organization should have when they're, when they're using social media? I mean, and again, you did mention it depends if you're talking to individual consumers versus, you know, another business, but can you sort of summarize it in a nice, neat package as to what that goal really should be? So I have those conversations a lot with our customers, and I essentially never say what the goal should be. E- each company's, each organization's goal is always different, mm-hmm. but you do need to start with what is the goal you're trying to achieve and which audience are you trying to reach. And, and I think that social media you know, is a component of communications. It's a component of marketing. Um, but it's not, it shouldn't be the be all end all. Right. Um, you, you're still, you still have to pick up the phone. You still have to go and, you know, in a relationship business, build those relationships. But I think social media is one of the ways you can do that. But with, with any, you know, activity, be it, you know, selling or marketing or, you know, making a widget, you always have to start with the goal in mind. And, and so I never say, here's what your goal should be. Um, but at its root, like I said, it is about engagement and building relationships. And the other thing that I say, you know, to, to customers that, that I talk to when they're saying, you know, we're trying to get a social media program going, Mm. how can I sell the ROI to my bosses so that we can invest in it? And, and, you know, I may look at it more simply, um, which is either a blessing or a curse, (laughs) but I ask them to give me, you know, tell me the ROI of your telephone. What's the ROI of that? And, you know, they kind of look at me with a blank stare. And I said, essentially, social media is, is, at its root is no different. Hmm. That's where your customers are. That's where your audience is. And you need to be there, too. And it, it's a way for them to contact you. It's a way for them to engage with you, just like your desk phone is or just like your mobile phone is. And so if you're asking me for the ROI, I would say, tell me the ROI of not being there. And that's a little easier to do because if you don't want to be reached by your customers, if you don't want to engage with your customers, you probably don't really want to be in business. <laughs> um, so it's, it, I, I take it a little more simple approach. Well, since you sort of touched on that a little bit, the idea of you know, ROI, or, you know, a lot of people want to know, like, can you quantify the effects of, of utilizing social media in a way? And you, you touched on that, obviously, with that. Would you argue that in some ways you can, uh, you, maybe you see a number of followers or likes or that sort of thing? Or I mean, is there something that people could point to if they need to to sell it a little bit in that way? 
I mean, I think initially you do have to have, you know, extreme, maybe the wrong word, but you need to have an extreme programmatic approach because mm -hmm. you can't just say, all of a sudden we're doing social media. And, you know, at Cisco, what we did is we, we do have a communications team, my team here in, in, in the comms world, focusing day to day solely on generating content and driving engagement on our corporate platform. Mm -hmm. I have, a, I have a, a peer uh, colleague in the marketing world who uses the same tools um, to drive marketing uh, programs on those same platforms. But they're the same platforms, in, you know, really going after different audiences, a customer audience versus a media audience, for, in for instance. And so what you have to do is you have to be targeted initially, but our, our overall goal here is to empower all of our employees. I mean, we have, you know, nearly 70,000 employees who should be our brand ambassadors out in the social sphere, just like we ask our 20,000 salespeople to go and reach customers. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, all these advocates on behalf of Cisco to go out and, you know, say, hey, if, if at minimum, this is a good company. We're nice people. There are people that you can talk to. And so training is a huge part of social media um, at any company because you, you got to have the do's and the don'ts. And, and each companies are different, obviously. And you got to have the goals when you're trying to empower your employees. And for us, you know, we're saying, hey, go be brand ambassadors, you know, if you at, at any level. And, and again, you know, we have to identify that, you know, where you work mm -hmm. and very few people, you know, use social media at Cisco um, as a part of their job. We don't say this is your job. We're saying, hey, if you're tweeting, you're, you're Facebooking, et cetera, you're doing that on your own. You're, you're saying, hey, these are my own thoughts but you're still representing Cisco as an employee um, when you're out there. If you're, certainly if you're talking about business, if you're talking about you know, holiday you know, and, and all the personal stuff, we're, we're, we don't get into that kind of stuff. Right. But when you're, when you're talking about business, you're talking for yourself, but you are representing the brand and you are representing the company when you're out there. And so we just say, hey, be smart, uh, be, be, hopefully be an advocate <laughs> for the company, <laughs> right? Um, but um, the training is a huge part of getting your advocates out there because, you know, my team's about 10 people. The marketing team's, uh, you know, a little bigger than that. And we can't, you know, really think that, you know, some 25-odd people are going to represent, you know, a you know, $100 billion company in the marketplace. Um, it, it takes a village, so to speak. And so we have to empower and train that village to get out there and, and advocate and talk and, and engage on, on, on Cisco's behalf. If we swing the, the ideas back a little bit to, to what you would do in your department, that sort of thing, and again, this could be suggestions, ideas for, for anyone listening, really, who are trying to incorporate this in their business, but can you talk about maybe some of the details and, and how this might look or, or what you're implementing in terms of what sort of news you're getting out there or a story you're trying to tell? And you, you can go anywhere you want with this, but in terms of what you're controlling and getting out there, maybe from a marketing side or just a, a PR side, because obviously a lot of that is what the company is controlling, wants to control in terms of information. So how does that really look in terms of that? So what we do on the social media communications side is, you know, we align with the company care abouts, you know, so if it's core networking, which is, you know, like I said, the dial tone of the net, of, of, the, of the internet, mm -hmm. um, or if it's mobility, you know, connect connections anywhere, will align against the corporate objectives. And then we have um, freelance reporters who are formerly from the Wall Street Journal and Business Week and AP and Bloomberg, et cetera. And we engage with them. Um, we either pitch them to write stories 
um, about these topics, or they pitch us. Hmm. And again, they're, they're, they're freelancers, but they're you know, recognized names in technology um, business publications. And what they do is they go out and they tell stories about the efficacy of these technologies, um, but in, in real-world examples. And I got to tell you, the direction that we give them is light. I mean, it's not like write this and quote this person and sure. interview this person. It is, hey, that's a great story. Go tell it. And probably, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm making this stat up, but it's <laughs> close. 90, 95 out of 100 of our stories don't mention Cisco. Hmm. It's about the technology. It's about the impact of the technology. And it's not a, you know, you know, marketing vehicle or commercial vehicle for, for, for us, because I think that, you know, if we talk about ourselves all the time, um, you know, no one is going to listen but ourselves. But if you tell stories uh, about impact and real world, you know, kind of engagement on these technology platforms, we found that people will take it and share it um, and not feel that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing Cisco's bidding um, to, to share this information, because quite frankly, we're just trying to educate about the impact of this technology. We're not saying, you know, hey, come and you know, buy Cisco and implement our solutions, even though we obviously think we are the best in the marketplace. Um, but we're trying to add value to the conversation. And I think at its core, you know, going back to one of your previous questions about what, what should your goal be mm -hmm. in social media, if you're not offering value at some level, and value is, has many different meanings, obviously, but if you're not offering something valuable, then no one's going to engage in that. No one's going to share that. And so you have to you have to go out there and say, hey, you know, it's a valuable story. I want to share that, or that's a valuable piece of information. And a lot of people obviously get in success of, hey, that's funny. You know, I find that valuable, so I'm going to share that. But you have to offer value to the marketplace, or you're not going to uh, be successful. Clearly, you've talked about a number of the the positive sides, and whether they be the a tangible thing you can maybe measure, or, or the other intangibles you talked about. So, if we take a look at maybe the potential downside of u utilizing social media, uh, maybe using that too much as opposed to you know other platforms, what are some of those those negatives or, or potential negatives, especially things you know employers are looking at this and thinking, I don't know, I have concerns about this. So, um, you know, if we're having kind of that honest discussion about this, what would you point to as as things to obviously consider and also understanding why people would be concerned about using this medium? Well, you're only as smart as your people, right? And so if they're representing you on your platform, officially speaking for the company, mm -hmm. like especially in my core team, you know, you got to realize that you're, you're talking to hundreds of thousands of people a day. And you have, to, you have to trust that this is the voice and this is the face and this is the person or people that you want representing your company. And that's, that's just like any spokesperson job, if you will. You're, you're an official company spokesperson, but you're using Twitter or you're using Facebook or you're using LinkedIn. And mm -hmm. so you have to make sure you trust those individuals and that those are the people you want representing you. I think the other thing is, and, and what we tell employees and what we tell every, everybody, is that you know, the online and offline rules are exactly the same. You know, so if you're, if you're not in PR, if you're not in media relations, you should be reaching out to reporters just because you can on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. And so we're not saying um, just because it's a new vehicle that you can go out and you know, go crazy. The, the, the exact same rules apply, and that's why the education and the training is so important. But I do think going back to, you know, what are the, you know, what are some of the downsides is, you know, you can't, you know, the saying is what you can't legislate, 
you know, good sense. Or, or, and, and, and so, you know, some people are going to mess up and you have to be able to have a system that allows people to make mistakes. And if it's too big a mistake, you're not going to be here because probably, you know, you, you shouldn't be here if you, if you make, if you made a whopper, but you know, people make, you know, spelling mistakes and things like that all the time. Sure. And, you know, Hey, we, we want to be a company that represents itself well. And so, we don't like grammatical error, errors. We don't like misspelling. That's that's going to happen. So we got to get better, right? But th- those those aren't. That's not an offense. That's going to say, okay, you know, you're done here at Cisco. Um, but there are some things that obviously that, like I said, if you do an offline world or online world, you know, those those are things that um, you know may have bigger impact where it, it could impact your, uh, your 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 current position. I think that's a great point. As you said, you know, you're you're not going to go into a room full of people probably and start trashing your company. So, you know, why would you? I mean, it's so easy and it's faceless, obviously, to go out there and do it online somewhere. But uh, that that makes perfect sense to sort of follow those same rules. Along those same lines, then, if you're if you are going to post something, if you're going to, to put something out there. Are you and are your department, are you guys constantly clearing it with people? Do you have a certain amount of freedom with that? And how does that work in terms of what you're putting out there? So we work, we work closely with, you know, the PR marketing team on calendaring, you know, through, through the quarter. Like, you know, what are the big things coming up? And mm-hmm. so we have a pretty, pretty tight editorial calendar. But from a day-to-day basis, you know, we, we don't go through clearances uh, other than our own um, of, you know, where does this fit? in the day or where does this fit in the week or the month or whatever. Uh, but we're producing our own content as well. And so that's, that's got its own editorial calendar as well. And so, you know, we, we, we trust our people to, to go out, but it's not like, Hey, send this to legal, get it reviewed or right. send it to marketing, get it reviewed. We, we just do it. And because we know that we have to fill the pipes, if you will, um, to keep the conversations going. Um, but we also know that we have the over Uber, you know, company goals that we're trying to achieve and, and, and push uphill every day. And so that's that's part of the strategy for the the content generation. Okay, so clearly there are businesses out there who, you know, maybe they are dabbling a little bit. They, they have a Facebook account um, or something out there. And what what keys would you give to them in terms of really handling it properly and, and getting that voice out there and, uh, as you said, adding value. I mean, are there certain tips you could you could hand to those people to say, okay, you have a presence because you have Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, however you, whatever you're using. Now, wh- what do you do to take that next step? Are there any guidelines you can kind of throw out there? You know, it goes back to the, the analog a little bit here other than the digital. I mean, and, and the saying of, you know, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> and I think, I think listening is such a critical step mm-hmm. in, in before you engage. And so, you know, going back to the, you know, what's your goal, you know, what, do, what, what, who's your audience and going and listening to your audience first, going and follow the influencers that, that you want, that are in your space and, and hear what they're talking about and, and, you know, see who they're talking to. Uh, before you go out and, and just kind of jump in and say, hey, I'm here, come talk to me. Because I think that the mistakes that, that's made often is you try, you know, companies try to pull conversations on their own platforms when there's so many other conversations happening on other platforms mm-hmm. that you need to go out and participate in. And so part of that is listening to the influencers and, and like I said, the topics that are discussed that are in your space. But you know, you got to listen, 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 listen before you say the first word. And, and I would say that that's true in, in digital and social and analog. And so um, it, it's, it's not looking at the pl- social platform, like I said, any different um, than anything else. But it's applying. 
some of those simple rules and not just kind of you know jumping in and then kind of saying okay now what's going to happen sure but but have but but being planful and, and and understanding again going what you are trying to achieve and you know how are you measuring success and and um you know is it number of followers and you know people can get followers because there's <laughs> yeah. hey follow me follow me i'll follow you kind uh-huh. of thing. and you know but but is that are those the people you're trying to reach and so you you really do need to have a, a directed kind of targeting plan, if you will, and then make sure you're reaching the people you want to want to reach, and then um, worry about building a, a massive audience if that is your goal. Certainly, if you're B two C, you know later, but going out and participating and, and making sure your voice is heard in the conversations that are already happening. That you don't have to build yourself, but to, to because participation is about you know it's got to be two ways. Not hey, come to me and I'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. You, you. You know that's that's kind of arrogant and that's. Uh, it's not a good system, um, certainly if you want to be open in the marketplace. We've been talking a lot, obviously, this idea of social media, and, and one could argue that you know anything on the internet could be considered that. But uh, you know, people utilize things like YouTube as well. You know, obviously the the comfort there, you're controlling the content of, of the video, and it's like a commercial, that sort of thing. Do you personally, as far as what you guys do over there, or or maybe just as a whole? really look to focus your attention in certain areas, certain, uh, certain social media platforms? Do you, do you suggest really getting out there and broadening your base? I mean, I guess what's kind of the thought there in terms of, you know, not wanting to be overexposed, not wanting to be uh, just all over the place where maybe it turns people off. What's kind of the thought process behind utilizing multiple platforms? Well, <laughs> I hate to sound like a broken record, but, <laughs> but going, going back to, to, you know, what goal are you trying to achieve and who are you trying sure. to reach? And, and if your audience is, is on Pinterest, you should probably be on Pinterest, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, but if they're, they're not, then why do you need a Pinterest account kind of thing? And again, you can go and you need to go and learn all these social tools right. and see if they're applicable, obviously, and see if your audience is there. But, you know, to just to kind of open an account and jump in without kind of understanding what your goals are um, and who, where your audience is, doesn't, isn't really effective. And we've, we've looked at YouTube and SlideShare and, and some of these, you know, "Quote unquote hosting platforms, if mm. you will, um, as you know, as hosting, and we do have communities around them, but not. We, we don't really try to push people to those platforms because, you know, we've looked at Facebook, which is definitely more for us anyway, more student focused, we we um, or more consumer focused. Right. Um, LinkedIn is, is is a little more professional, and Twitter is a little more geeky, and you know, more <laughs> of the tech folks out there, more more reporters, and so we 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 kind of look at each platform and see which audience is, is really engaging and that helps, you know, shape the content that, that we put on those different platforms. But like I said, you know, at the beginning, who are you trying to reach? And, you know, Hey, LinkedIn is huge in Germany. Um, just like David Hasselhoff. So if you're in Germany, you know, you should probably be on LinkedIn. Um, and, and that's, that's your driving, driving platform. But, but I think the global conversation is, is where the, the next level of the social media conversation taking place obviously there's there's massive platforms in brazil and china and and, and elsewhere mm-hmm. that hey not not everything's in english uh, in this crazy world right so you you have to kind of have a plan um to to go forward and, and empower the people and your your global counterparts to to go and drive those those programs but um that's something that you have to again have trust because you know my portuguese and chinese and, and german um are uh, are non-existent 
I'm uh, still trying to figure out if LinkedIn wants that association with David Hasselhoff or not. I'll have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to contact them and see what they think about that. But, um, you know, as we are getting a long time here and, and you've touched on a lot of different, you know, kind of detailed aspects of it and definitely appreciate that. If we're looking at social media just as a whole in terms of its role in business overall, it's uh, really maybe where it's headed or how big of a role it's going to play. What would be your just general thought on it and, and where it's going and, and maybe its impact um, in terms of business, whether it be business to business or you know to consumers themselves, where do you see it as its place really right now and, and even moving forward? So it's important. It's only going to get more important, but I also think that it, it shouldn't be looked at as a separate discipline. Um, it should be integrated into a lot of the disciplines we already have, you know, from PR to IR to AR to marketing, you know, communications, it's, it's a component. And so, right, but I think, you know, depending on the sophistication that you're approaching it with, you know, it, it, you, you need some, some guardrails, if you will, around it to, to guide employees and train employees. But it, 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 it shouldn't be, you know, I think five years from now, I don't, think there's probably going to be a social media team. I mean, in some form, maybe because, you know, you still own the platforms, Mm -hmm. but everybody is going to be doing it. And there's going to be ways to, you know, advocate uh, to share content or to calendar, you know, your, your employees and your, your kind of, your your amplifiers, if you will, about what's coming up to, you know, from, from driving the company uh, marketing and communications operations, but it's, it's going to be a component, but it's not, I think a separate discipline. You know, there's always going to be experts. There's always going to be bleeding edge type of thing that you, you have to have, you know, a handful of people, you know, looking and, 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 and listening, obviously, and, and engaging and to, to try to figure things out to see if they, if you want to um, engage or, 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 or jump into those uh, different platforms. But, you know, if you look back, what, five, six years ago with, with Second Life and, you know, that was going to be the be all end all. Yeah. Um, and you, you kind of see where that has gone. And not that that can't come back at some level. And I think, you know, virtual worlds and, you know, engagement, you know, you know is very social. And, and, you know, that can be, you know, moved into some of the, the sphere that we're talking about here today. But I think that you have to empower everybody to make it a component of their job. I mean, from, from marketing to sales to engineering you know, to, to, to comps and communications and marketing, obviously, but um, there may be a small sub, subset of people driving that strategy for your company, but I don't see it as a separate discipline into itself um, at a large scale. It's not going to be, hey, see you later, marketing. It's now social media right. is, is running the show or see you later, comms. You know, it, it's, it's a subset and a component that helps you market, that helps you communicate. It helps you sell, and um, you got to be smart. You got to be good, but you got to understand that it's a tool within those larger disciplines, um, or at least that's the way you know I, I feel about. It. Sure. Well, I, I appreciate the insight there, and I think it'll um, you know a lot of a lot of things for people to think about in terms of how they're using it or if they're using it at all. Um, just any of these platforms, and as you said, being a tool more so than than the end all be all. With that, we will bring Mining Your P's and Q's to its conclusion today. Our expert guest on the topic of business uses of social media has been John Earnhardt, Director of Corporate Communications for Cisco Systems. John, thanks for bringing us your insight today. We appreciate it. Thanks very much for having me. And thanks to all of you as well. Please keep coming back to continue the learning process here on Mining Your P's and Q's, part of localjobnetwork.com radio. If you have any comments or suggestions for the show, email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Until we speak again, I'm your host, Tim Muma.